The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 14th of October. In your Squeeze today, Brexit progress. Trump unmoved on the withdrawal of troops from northeastern Syria. A marathon in under two hours and the biggest avocado ever. This is your Squeeze Today. Progress is the theme this morning. First up, and it's not a word that's been used much when it comes to Brexit, but it seems some progress might be being made by Boris Johnson, Claire. Yeah, how about that? Just amazing given all of the months and months of things that we've been talking about, about how difficult it's been. And look, it, it might still be very difficult, but progress has been made. Boris Johnson started last week with his plan being criticised by European Union leaders, but he ended it with some good talks with the Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar. And where they're up to is that there's a possible pathway forward. Boris Johnson needs to have those leaders agree to the deal uh, by Thursday or Friday this week. There's a big European Union leaders summit. Uh, He then goes back to the UK Parliament and they're going to sit on Saturday to have a look at whatever's been agreed because that's the date that they need to have something done for a 31st of October Brexit. And secondly, progress regarding the US-China trade war. After months of on-again, off-again talks, a preliminary agreement was reached on the weekend between the two countries. There's been a bit of talk over the weekend after that agreement was reached on Saturday about who was the winner in that. Uh, Some people saying that China has done particularly particularly well, but US President Donald Trump was uh, pretty pleased with what he called a good start. It includes China's purchase of about $50 billion worth of American agricultural products. One thing for Aussie farmers that they'll be looking out for is to see whether they're the loser in that deal. And still on Trump to the withdrawal of US troops from Syria. He's continued to defend the decision despite mounting criticism and concern for the Kurds in the area, as well as the possibility of the resurgence of Islamic State. That's right. Donald Trump has said that it really is up to him to bring those soldiers home, that they shouldn't be spending years guarding that border between Turkey and Syria when he says we can't guard our own borders at home. You can imagine the reaction that that got from some quarter. Overnight, we can see reports that the Kurds have said that uh, some of those detention centres and displacement camps that they've been administering in that region are under threat. Uh, They say that they can no longer prioritise guarding thousands of captured Islamic State fighters. And there's a report that about 800 relatives uh, of those fighters have already escaped a camp. More and more happening on this each day. Uh, We've been asked to do a squeeze shortcuts on this very topic, which we're working on as we speak. That'll be out later in the week, the context to what's happening in northeastern Syria. One of the most violent typhoons in recent years made landfall in Japan on Saturday evening with wind speeds reaching more than 200 kilometres per hour. At least 35 people are dead there, about 17 are still missing and there's about 160 people who are injured. Uh, More than 100,000 people were evacuated across central, eastern and northeastern regions of Japan. What's caused a lot of the problems there is that flooding and landslides uh, have been caused after rivers burst their banks 
Banks. And of course, the Rugby World Cup is on in Japan. The good news for locals being that Japan last night beat Scotland, which means they go through to the quarterfinals for the first time ever. They'll take on South Africa. So a little bit of, a tiny bit of good news in amongst pretty horrible situation. Federal Parliament has been on its yearly hiatus, but our pollies returned to Canberra this week. What's on the agenda, Claire? few things. Uh, the Coalition is pushing for tougher laws against child abuse offences. Uh, that's been an issue that's been carried over uh, from before the election. Uh, Scott Morrison and his team are also looking to repeal that legislation that was passed in the last parliament that makes it easier to transfer sick refugees on Nauru and in Papua New Guinea to Australia for medical treatment. That's quite a, a divisive one. Uh, also uh, in reports this morning, there's going to be a new probe by the ACCC into the bank's market power. So expect to hear a bit about that today. Also, um, international issues are likely to come up, particularly the withdrawal of US troops from northeastern Syria. So far, Scott Morrison uh, has backed Donald Trump's decision. Something a bit lighter, rest, or not lighter if you've got a sprained ankle, but rest, ice, compression, elevation has been the go-to treatment for for all sorts of injuries around the nation for years and years, but maybe no more. I've had my share of rolled ankles and twisted knees after a big night and... Yeah. <laughs> You put ice on put it. Put ice on it. You spend hours <laughs> on the sofa with your leg up. But, yeah, the latest research is that that actually could delay uh, your recovery time because it slows down the blood flow to the injury site and it constricts the veins. So uh, experts are saying what you need to do is get back on that joint as quickly as you possibly can to get the blood flowing. What's the acronym going to be, though? It's just not going to have the same <laughs> ring to it. It's RICE. RACE. Maybe it's a race. Oh, maybe. There you go. It's a contender, Claire. To Ethiopia and their Prime Minister, Abi Ahmed, has been awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. He's just 43 years old. He's Africa's youngest leader. He's been in power for less than two years and he's already ended two decades of hostility with its longtime enemy, Eritrea. Uh, also, he's started a range of reforms there, both socially and economically, uh, to bring better conditions to a lot of impoverished citizens. So a worthy winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. And how about Kenyan Eliud Kipchoge? He became the first person to run a marathon in less than two hours over the weekend. Important disclaimer is that it won't be recognised as an official marathon as he didn't do it in competition, but rather in an organised event with pace setters. But the fact that it's possible is huge for running. Incredible and very interesting too overnight. Women's marathoner Bridget Kosgai rounded off uh, a really fascinating weekend for marathon running. She's knocked more than a minute off the women's marathon world record in the Chicago marathon run overnight. Amazing. Uh, Kip Chogi was going two minutes, 50 seconds per kilometre, just to put it in perspective. Crazy. An American Simone Biles has become the most decorated gymnast in the world. She's incredible. She is going to retire at the 2020 uh, Tokyo Olympic Games, but she's certainly racking up more career highlights as she gets to the end of her career. Uh, she has won another two gold medals at the World Championships overnight, and it's no wonder that they're naming all sorts of very new moves after her because she's such a pioneer and an incredible athlete. And because we're on achievements, another excellent achievement by a family in Hawaii who have grown the world's biggest avocado. It's amazing. It's 
produced enough <laughs> flesh from that avocado to make guacamole for 20 people. So <laughs> Achievements come in all shapes and sizes here at The Squeeze. We celebrate everything. You? The email subject line today, Claire. Gone for Dr. Jean's classic peel the avocado. There's a link in the email oh, to yeah. that. You really need to look at that if you haven't seen it. We've got a friend who injects that gif into our email or texting streams anytime things get ridiculous and then you can't get that song out of your head for another week. So, yeah, it's a it's a good fun one for Monday. Don't worry about the marathon running or the Nobel Peace Prize. Just <laughs> focus on the avocado. It's a lot of avocado. I just still can't get my head around it. <laughs> That's all from us today. Don't forget, you can follow The Squeeze on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Have a great start to the week and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. 